Welcome all to our online worship service of the United Methodist Church, Westlake Village, for this holy night of Christmas Eve 2020. Though not together in person as we had wanted, we nevertheless are gathered together in spirit, trusting in God to link us with one another through faith, that we might encourage one another this holy season with hope and joy for peace towards love. And we might push the darkness back a little bit more with the light of God's love and grace. We are all in need of a good dose of that right now. So welcome. Welcome to our Christmas Eve service. Drink it in tonight from our spiritual home to your home. The love and grace of God shining brightly against any darkness. Make yourself comfortable. Settle in for what promises to be an exceptional spiritual experience. May God touch you tonight that you might be nourished and uplifted, healed and empowered to set a course for a better life through the spirit of love. We begin with a beautiful singing of O Holy Night and then the lighting of the Advent wreath candles by the Elginer family. Tonight, on Christmas Eve, we light the final Advent candle in the wreath, symbolizing love. Christ the King, we gather at your stable, longing to see you face to face. You are Emmanuel, God with us. Be our wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. We sense the love that made and makes this night possible.
O come, O come, Emmanuel, be with us and shine your light. Color the world with Christmas, filling us with your love. Amen. The Sundays of Advent and continuing tonight, we are in a sermon series that is uh, biblically based on the, on the birth narrative from Matthew and from Luke, and also using the artwork of John August Swanson. Now, if you haven't seen some of the earlier sermons, uh, you may be unaware of who Swanson is, and so I encourage you to go to his website, johnaugustswanson.com, uh, and you can read about his biography on our uh, website page, as well as if you go to his website page, see all the art that, uh, that he has. He's, his dad was Swedish, and his mom was uh, from Mexico, and they had Roman Catholic uh, faith in their home. And so there's a mixture of a, of a lot of things that are a part of his artwork. You'll see the, the effect of, of the Mexican muralist and of the Latin American folk art. You'll see the effect of uh, iconography in there, the, uh, the, the, the sense of the art being something through which you can worship and connect spiritually to that which you do worship. These are serigraphs, these are silk screens, and, and some of these pieces of work have taken up to 80 passes uh, to become uh, the piece that they are. Now these pieces that are a part of the nativity story started with a, a triptych and has grown to six or seven panels. They're, they're 12 inches by 38 inches in size. We have looked at the Annunciation, the, the visit of the angels to the shepherds and the Magi's journey, which uh, called Epiphany. And tonight we look at Jesus' birth with Luke 2, verses 1 through 7, as our scriptural anchor. Swanson's artwork is as colorfully vibrant as it is spiritually powerful. He uses his gifts to help us see the deeper meaning of the biblical stories and encourages us to embrace well, the, the faith palette of our lives and with broad brush strokes to color our world through our faith, color our world with Christmas. In these dark and, and dreary pandemic days, nothing could be more important for people, for people of faith, to communicate joy and peace and hope and love through our words and through our actions. Our prayers are that you are about that good work of the Spirit. Now you recall that the nativity narratives are in Luke and in Matthew. In Luke, the story centers a little bit more on Mary uh, take a look at it if you haven't noticed that yet. We hear about Mary and we, we read about the confirmation from her Aunt Elizabeth of what's going on in her life. Now in Matthew, we hear more of Joseph's side of the story, how he reacted to Mary's pregnancy negatively at first, but, but then due to a dream, he got on board with what God was doing. Matthew's telling of the birth is, is pretty sparse, while Luke gives us a lot more. A census is called, all go to their ancestral home. Uh, they are of David's lineage, and so they head to Bethlehem. It's a multi-day journey by donkey, either, either down the coastal route or more likely down the River Jordan path. You know, in those days, uh, they didn't get along with the Samaritans, and so they avoided that middle part of what is now Israel. Can you imagine the scene? Imagine the hardship of the, of the donkey journey. 
for the pregnant Mary. Think about the number of displaced people on the roads. The crowds of strangers all going one place or another because of that census. You can imagine that the resources must have been stretched because of the need to accommodate the needs of all these strangers moving around. The food and the shelter and the animal care. Well, and yes, medical care if that was needed. And then comes the birth, one of, what would you say, the most private and sacred times of a, of a woman or of a couple's life, now happening away from home, where they're relying on the kindness of strangers. As we have throughout our Advent season's sermons, Let's stimulate our religious imagination and enrich our thinking with Swanson's artwork. We're pulling up the, the whole image of the nativity piece right now, and I want you to take a look at how John imagines this scene of the nativity. Scan your eyes up and down and, and enjoy the, the beautiful composition the use of all those colors. And note the varied characters that are part of this story. It isn't just a little portrait of the Holy Family, is it? We're going to pull up a, a segment of this larger image now. So this is a smaller image. And you see here the angels. The angels rejoicing in heaven. They're singing. They're playing instruments. They're dancing in the heavens. A heavenly party is accompanying this birth. This is the birth of God's own son. God is doing a wholly new thing. Rejoice, the angels are saying. Rejoice. Alleluia. Now in this next segment, we're going to take a look a little bit more at the travelers, do you see them? Note how one of those travelers is, is looking up at the angels. He's, he's hearing, he's, he's now seeing what's going on. The rest of the travelers all seem to be intent on their business of, of getting to this, this new mother and child. That is Jerusalem in the background. It looks like a, a large city. You, you see how it's, how it's walled in. And you see some, some settlements in between. You see the outskirts of, of Bethlehem. Farm fields. Sheep. Grazing. Signs of life and real living. Life goes on. Now in this next segment being brought up, now you see the Holy Family there in the foreground at the bottom. John does a beautiful job of capturing the humility of this birth. It's a simple open air stable. Fire provided for warmth perhaps or maybe for protection. Surrounded by farm animals, current, currently using the manger to feed, where Jesus will later be placed. It's a pastoral scene, isn't it? Uh, a human vignette. Do you get a sense of the, of the family's vulnerability? Look close at Mary's face. It looks worried to me. And here in this next segment, here come the villagers to, to see what's happening and to offer help. 
Now John writes about this piece called the Nativity with these words. One important aspect of this scene that I wanted to capture is that people are all bringing gifts. They are the poor people in the region, all bringing their meager offerings to share with the homeless family, Mary, Joseph, and the newborn baby. The gifts are, well, what do you see there? The gifts are firewood, eggs, breads, flowers, a cow with milk, water, fruit. Even a child has come to serenade. We pull back now to the, to the whole image. The uh, it takes a village theme that John likes so much is, is just clearly present in this piece of art. It's the birth of a peasant girl's baby, a stranger's baby being born here due to the government's requirement of a census. The family, well, they are outsiders to these people, to these people of the area, though distant relations of, of some sort were told the lineage of David. Yet the people in Bethlehem remember the scriptures that they've been taught. They've been steeped in over the years by their rabbis that they are to welcome the stranger. Because you were a stranger once yourself. The Holy Family is welcomed in, not threatened. But wait, those, those angels in the sky, they... They herald voices in the heavens that are heard by others. Shepherds heed the proclamation, and, on, and they are on their way too. And magi from far afield have been following a star, and soon they will join as well. You know the story. We tell it again tonight with the help of talented musicians and the willing families with children of our church. Come join with us in hearing the, the old, old story told anew and afresh tonight. And in your mind's eye and in your, your spirit's heart, let Swanson's nativity come to life. Let us pray. 
O wondrous God of the stars, we come tonight with breathless wonder to see the babe who will change our lives. We hear the names Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Prince of Peace, and we are in awe. You have touched the earth this night with your unconditional love. Touch us, touch our hearts, our minds, and our souls. May we never tire of this story. May we never take it for granted. Make this night magical again. Amen. We are about to receive the gift of music from some of the children of our church, singing Away in the Manger. This was a labor of love for the parents to teach their children the song and to record it, as well as for Christy Douglas to compile a variety of pieces from the children into a pe the piece we are about to see. This will be a transition to the scripture and music that tells the Christmas story. We have created a virtual pageant for you through the wonder of technology. We invite the children of the church and the children at heart to have your ears and halos and shepherd hats and crowns on hand so that you can participate with us at home. We would love to see photos of you enacting sections of the Christmas story at home. Let's receive the gift of music from our children. in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in the land of deep darkness, on them a light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when, the, when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all of the boots of the tramping warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this.
days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all of the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and the family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver the child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in the manger because there was no place for them in the inn. There were shepherds living in the field, watching over their flocks by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all of the people. To you this day is born in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and laying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child laying in the manger. 
When they saw this, they made known what had been told to them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at the, what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, asking, Where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising, and have come to pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. We three kings of Orient are bearing gifts we traverse afar. And fountain more and mountain following yonder star. Oh, star of wonder, star of light, star with royal beauty bright, westward leading still proceed. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light for all people. 
The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. All who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and full of truth. pray. God of bright and shining stars, we come this evening with the memories of the old, old story in our hearts. For many, the story has been heard numerous times, flooding their lives with warmth and love. For others, the story is new, causing wonder and surprise. All around us are symbols and reminders of the miraculous birth. We see the greens which remind us of your eternal presence and love for us. The candles shed their glowing light, helping us to remember the many ways in which you have brightened our lives and offer light to our journey. The colors, the music and aroma, the people invite us again into your wonderful presence in, in the world, in the birth of your son, our savior, Jesus Christ. In this world in which your holy land is in such toil and turmoil, shed your light anew, that your healing love may bring peace and hope to people in conflict. We ask that you protect those who are in harm's way, all those who live lives of anguish, poverty, and oppression. We ask your loving presence be with those who struggle to believe in you or see little impact in their daily lives. Let the light of Jesus Christ penetrate the darkness of alienation and bring hope and peace to all of your people. May the light of the stars which sparkled in those dark skies again illuminate our lives, guiding, healing, leading us to you, blessed God. As we gather in this time, hearing the story of the birth, remind us again that you are born continually in our lives. In gratitude, we offer our praise and our love to you. Amen.
Light and life to all he brings, risen with healing in his wings. Mild he lays his glory by, born that we no more may die, born to raise us from the earth, born to As we reflect on the scripture we just heard, the lyrics that we sang, and the images of the children of our church, we think about the gift that God has given to us this night. We think of the Magi who searched far and wide to find the newborn king, to present him with gifts. We also have gifts to bring to Jesus this night. As the handbells play, you will be encouraged to make an offering either via the website or by mailing in a gift. Let us consider the gifts that we have for our King. As our artist, John August Swanson, embraces the nativity story, he focuses on the precariousness of the situation for the Holy Family. They are obeying the decrees of the occupying powers, Rome, while also heeding what they think is the will of God. 
Dealing with the forces in human life, the pressures and temptations of the world, and the encouragements and the imperatives of God, well, that can be tough for all of us. It was tough for Joseph and Mary, yet it was a challenge that they accepted. They said to God, let it be with me according to your will. God invites you to have a similar willing spirit. We bring back the image of the nativity now for you to have one more glance at it. Now they find themselves birthing their son far away from home, among strangers in a stable. It, it causes quite a commotion and, and amazing things are heard and are seen. Said about who this baby is and who this baby will become. The spirit went with the Holy Family Thanks be to God. They were open to the leading and the support of the Spirit. So they journeyed forward, fulfilling what they thought was God's will for them, regardless of the threat or the discomfort of the circumstances. And the common folk around them, also in touch with the divine and those basic things of life, they came and gathered around the Holy Family and offered help, easing the way. Now we're told that Mary, and I think really Joseph too, pondered these things, pondered these things in their hearts. We are invited to do the same. What has happened here so long ago and again tonight? What will it mean for us in our days ahead. We survive and we prevail through the hands and the hearts of others added to our own ingenuity and our own efforts. This period of pandemic has made that crystal clear. We stand in need of one another to thrive. Sometimes, simply to just exist. And know this, dear friends, you are those hands and hearts for some folk around you. Let the spirit loose and let it inspire and sustain you to experience and to express your faith and uplift others. Taking the lead from Swanson and his biblically-based artwork, we have been inviting you to, to think of the aspects of your faith as different colors, Encouraging you to use the palette of your faith to color your world with the Christmas spirit. You can do this when you let God's loving and grace-filled light refract through you to those around you. Think on that this holy night. 
as we draw near now to representing such a miraculous thing through the lighting of candles here and at home. Oh, holy night, pass through us anew the light of God so that we might color our world with Christmas. Amen. Christmas indeed, and love comes down again this night, and that love came down in the form of light, the light of God. The light of Jesus came into our world, offering us warmth, offering us light, giving us hope. That hope takes root in our hearts and invites us to share the light of Christ with others. We are invited to pass it on. Now, as you share your light in your homes or as you watch on your screens, you'll notice that all of our candles burn differently. And that's because each of us is unique. And the ways in, in which the light mixes with our gifts and graces means that we will shine God's light in our own unique ways so that we may color the world with Christmas too. You are invited to share your light as we received the gift of music of singing Silent Night and peace, peace. Peace. Mm -hmm. 
That's it. What a beautiful, beautiful night. I have been touched. We all who have helped put this together for you have been touched. We trust that you have as well. Touched by the Holy Spirit. Abroad this holy night on the wings of this celebratory season. May God bless you and keep you this night and all the nights that are ahead. I've got an idea. Join, join with me if you are able. Let's take our lighted candles outside uplift them and, and prayerfully pledge that we will let God shine upon us. That we will seek it and, and bask in it. That we will let that light of God refract through us, through our very lives, our, our thoughts, our words, our actions. So that indeed, we will color our world with Christmas. Yeah, let's go do this. What do you say? Let's go do this for God, for our community, 
and frankly, for ourselves. Be safe, stay well, and know that you are loved. Amen. Merry Christmas. Thank you.